Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. Before we dig into the episode today, I just wanted to let you know that Utilimark, in collaboration with APS, or Arizona Public Services, we've released our final survey for the 2022 year. It's all on electric forklifts, and we've just put live the survey results on our website. So if you go to Utilimark, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C dot com forward slash surveys, S-U-R-V-E-Y-S, you'll be able to find the latest results for our electric forklift survey. Let's get into the show. Hey there. Welcome to the Fleet FYS podcast, the weekly podcast by Utilimark that reveals how you can make the most of your data for smarter fleet management. My name is Gretchen, and every week you'll hear from me or some of the industry's finest in candid conversations that will not only shed some light on over two decades worth of fleet data insights, but also some of the industry's hottest talking points and key metric analysis with the aim to help you better understand your fleet from every angle. But before we begin, if this is the first time you've heard our show, thanks for stopping by. I'm so glad you decided to come along for the ride with us. But I've got a quick favor to ask you. Once you finish today's episode, if you could take a few minutes to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, we would really appreciate it. Give us a rating, five stars, I hope, or tell us what you liked or leave us a comment or a question about what you've heard in today's episode. If we haven't yet covered a topic that you're interested in hearing more about, let us know. We would be happy to go over it in detail in a later show. Hello, everyone. Now we're back in the episode, and I am actually very, very intrigued by the topic that I have for you today. And I know we're probably all pretty tired of hearing the word pandemic, right? I mean... Me, myself, I'm exhausted by it. But this is something that I think is really interesting to talk about just because it's not ever something that we really had to consider in fleet management or even in the fleet industry or industries in general before the pandemic actually happened. And that specifically is pain points in the post-pandemic supply chain. So I'm sure we all know and we all have our personal frustrations with the supply chain over the course of the pandemic. You know, there was meat shortages, the God forbidden toilet paper scramble, and now it seems that chip shortages and vehicle replacements is still as tough as ever. Now, we all know vehicle replacement strategies can be completely subjective to each fleet, right? You know, it depends on variables such as utilization and application, budget as well. And a fleet manager with a mixed vehicle fleet of perhaps 500 vehicles will follow different replacement schedules for their light duty versus their heavy duty vehicles, their internal combustion engine vehicles versus their electrics, and even other asset mixes, forklifts, trailers, you name it, or even older vehicles that are still in great shape versus ones that are costing thousands in maintenance that could be a little bit newer. It varies for every fleet, right? So typically, managers would plan annual asset replacements here, keeping track of vehicles' life cycles and timing for ordering their replacements for on-time delivery. And with previous supply chain lead times, these replacements would be ordered in advance to arrive the following year. The process was pretty straightforward, except for that's not exactly happening anymore. 
Unfortunately, as I'm sure you all know and are aware of and probably struggle with, the automotive supply chain is not quite the same post-pandemic. Whilst we have recovered in many ways, there's still new challenges that persist, adding on this other layer of complexity to fleet management and vehicle replacement that we now all have to keep on top of. And fleet managers that used to plan replacement a year in advance Now they're looking at current lead times that have increased to two to three years plus, depending on the vehicle class, which is super frustrating. And this is all dependent on vehicle class, right? But what it's done is that it's created a series of new pain points for managers and demands a new process for effective planning. And in today's episode, I want to dig into exactly what that could look like. Let's get started. So let's talk about these new pain points, because I'm sure we can all relate to the majority of them, right? So the COVID-19 pandemic caused a major hit to the global supply chain. We're all familiar with this at this point. And it's had a ripple effect across nearly every single industry imaginable, and fleet is no different. So within the fleet industry, this has added some extra hurdles for fleets that are looking for vehicle procurement and replacement. And Here's the biggest thing that we found, you know, at Utilimark and then even speaking to different people at conferences and, you know, even via email, the vehicle replacement process is no longer yearly. And that's, I think, probably the biggest point that I would like to emphasize here. Replacement planning has become a continuous, constant effort with fleets looking to buy new units or rent new units as soon as they are available. And one of the biggest things that we've seen come out of this is that fleets with aging vehicles that need to be replaced either will have to hold out or fleet managers are holding on to these vehicles because they don't know when they'll be able to be replaced. So it's creating a lot of asset bloat that's maybe not needed, but because of that lead time uncertainty, it's a gamble that people are willing to take in terms of operational efficiency. We're holding on to them just to make sure that we can still service the client base that we have. And because of this, you know, growing fleets could be temporarily stunted. The auction yards aren't going to be as full. They're unable to grow their size to meet demand for these growing fleets. And to get by, again, you know, we're looking at this holding on to older assets, but also we're seeing this kind of snatch and grab too. You know, folks, once they see a vehicle that works for their fleet mix, okay, I'll take that one, regardless of if it's one year old, two years old, and it will work. Sometimes we're seeing the rotation of different vehicles from fleet yard to fleet yard, depending on which fleet yard needs more vehicles there. They don't want to get rid of them. So, okay, we'll reallocate the asset to make sure that it's being used more efficiently. That's a big thing that we're seeing come out of this as well. The second pain point here, and I think this is also something to really, really emphasize, is that lead times are still incredibly volatile. So what this means is that it makes it even trickier to keep track of when vehicles can be realistically replaced as delivery dates for each make and model will vary. You know, that's that's true for anything even down to consumer vehicles, but especially for fleet. And some OEMs have even pushed back original delivery dates more than once due to ongoing shortages and delays. We've seen this with the chip shortage. It's happened a couple of times. So essentially, you know, we know now that vehicles won't arrive for a long time, but exactly how long is still a little bit foggy 
a little bit unclear. And this again makes asset replacement a constantly evolving endeavor. Another pain point now, too, because of this volatile lead times and that procurement is now super, super tricky and vehicle replacement process is no longer yearly, is the need for quality data. And this is something, it was a pain point that we saw a lot prior to the pandemic, but especially now we're seeing a massive need for quality data. Because if you're looking at all of your data sources that exist across a wide spectrum, fleet management, fuel cards, safety, usage, whatever it is, you know, what we're looking at is that fleets need to be able to compare apples to apples, not this apples to oranges comparison where some data sources spit out information too fast and some not fast enough. And when we're looking at, you know, initiatives like right sizing, being able to move vehicles around the fleet yard or the garage that needs the most to be able to meet demand here if one yard can afford that slight downturn in amount of available vehicles for a little while, We need to be able to look at accurate data and being able to aggregate this accurate data is um, a pain point that we're starting to see. You know, we always like to talk about how business intelligence and how technology can really, really help you with this, um, especially if you have an analytics team behind you. But the key thing is here is knowing which data you're pulling from understanding how all of these sources can knit together, and then also how you can use that to make better decisions based on an accurate data quality reporting process. That's really, really big here. So continuing on about my point on data is that I wanted to tell you about Utilimark's data-backed solution, just in case you are considering a business intelligence platform or a data-based solution for managing these new pain points that are coming out of the pandemic. So to combat this new industry issue, Utilimark has updated our right-sizing and replacement scheduling model to better reflect today's reality. We can now incorporate extended lead times for each of your vehicles by class or by usage. And basically, the need for replacement scheduling has now become a need for replacement and ordering scheduling for the most accuracy and effectiveness when it comes to planning. Now, the goal here is to identify when vehicles are reaching the end of their life cycle, be able to place orders so that they can be replaced on time. That's nothing new, but then also to be able to model future cash flow on a monthly basis to keep you under budget, which we all love, right? Who doesn't love a bit of wiggle room? Essentially, due to new supply chain shortages post-pandemic, replacement needs to be treated as an ongoing monthly process rather than the previous annual process, which complicates matters a little bit but we're trying to make it just that little bit easier for you. And another data solution for fleets that are struggling with this would be really undergoing that right-sizing and repositioning analysis. You know, not only can Utilimark help you with this asset challenge, but we can also help you strategize on how to maximize the vehicles that you have now and which units you can afford to keep around longer, even if it means they are a little bit older and slightly past what a traditional life cycle model might suggest. Now, the key here is leveraging fleet data effectively and turning it into information to inform critical decisions. That's nothing new. That's one of our core principles that we stand by because we want to make sure that you're able to do the most with your data. 
Now, if you have any questions on business intelligence, on right sizing, replacement, ordering, scheduling, life cycle, anything at all, please feel free to reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. You can tag me on LinkedIn, send me an email. You can use the hashtag UtilamarkFleetFYIs to ask your question, or you can even send me a carrier pigeon because who doesn't love that? Either way, I would love to hear from you if you've got any questions, any concerns, or even maybe another pain point to add because, you know, there's always a long list and it keeps getting longer, I think, with every single year, especially as data queries and questions start to multiply. Anyways, let me know. I will talk to you guys again on Friday. I hope you're looking forward to this week's next episode. Ciao. Hey there, I think this is the time that I should cue the virtual high five because you've just finished listening to another episode of the Fleet FYI's podcast. If you're already wanting more content, head over to utilimark.com, which is utilimark with a C, U-T-I-L-I-M-A-R-C.com for this episode's show notes and extra insights coming straight from our analysts to you. That's all from me this week. So until next time, I'll catch you later.